0: Hey kids, it's your old pal Shane Alvarani here to bring you another episode of the Huntington University Comets Podcast, and this is a special one. This is with my good friend Sean Sidlowski. Yes, he has returned. You've heard all the news. You've seen the tweets, the Facebook post, and the newspaper. Sean Sedlowski is back for his ninth season as a Fort Wayne Comet, and glad to have him back on the show. And uh, this was a fun one. It was a pure delight because when I started the show years ago, this is why I started it for episodes like this. Uh, Uh, So it was a terrific, terrific, funny talk. We had a lot of good times. I actually had to hit that edit button a couple of times uh, during this one because, you know what? We go back. We've got a lot of history together. So uh, let's just get right to it. Here we go. Me and Sean Sidlowski. Mr. Uh, Sean Sidlowski. Uh,
1: You are uh, currently single, right?
0: I indeed am, actually.
1: (laughs) Do I need to, is this where I put my phone number out there? Yeah,
0: well, that's what I was hoping to do here. (laughs) I was hoping, you know, that maybe we could just work on your your match.com profile, too. Uh,
1: Okay. I mean, I haven't bet on that site (laughs) or or whatever. Social media, dating, really, so.
0: Hopefully going to, you know, maybe get you a date out of this or something, I mean, because, you know, you are kind of a a big deal, and it's... uh,
1: I don't know if I'd say big deal. I'd use the word bachelor. Yes, that falls into the, Sean <laughs> category at the moment. But you know, I just see. Uh, you know there's an awful lot of of wedding weddings being
0: planned last year in the locker room, and then one of them wasn't wasn't you. So I just you now, nope, getting kind of sad. So I just thought I'd. Uh...
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I have went dateless, but <laughs> it is what it is. You know, I, they tell me in due time.
0: That's right. Well, I mean, you got a lot to offer. What yeah. happens?
1: <laughs> appreciate that maybe too much maybe that's what it is <laughs> that's what it is you're just intimidating. intimidating yeah yeah i know well can't help it i am who i am <laughs> all
0: right so anyway so you got things going on you're you're back you're back playing thank god yeah you know
1: so well not yet but well, you're we're we're, we're we're getting participating there. <laughs> uh, in team function so right. that's yeah that's right. all i could ask for so very happy
0: so you've become part of the team
1: yes uh so are you enjoying your new teammates no, I am. I, I I think it's uh I've been told it was a good group of guys before I got here and I think I've come to find that's pretty true so far. It seems uh you know, everyone's getting along in the locker room, a lot of smiles, laughs and stuff like that and obviously uh been winning quite a bit too and that always helps.
0: Yeah. And uh so what is the uh this the uh, relationship with Anthony Petrozelli these days?
1: <laughs> oh, I mean, it's uh <laughs> you know, I can't I don't wanna short him, but um <laughs> you know, we're I pretty good that. friends i caught that oh you see what i did there i saw what uh, you did there I, but no it's uh yeah i mean one of my better friends on the team for sure obviously it's uh me and him are the the two long-standing comets at the moment so um even though i have double his length and time and height uh <laughs> you know he's been here second longest i guess you could say so
0: yeah and he's got uh he's got the streak going
1: yes yeah. you know, i don't know how many games he's up to now like 400 or something straight? I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, he, he's getting there, but... I, no, actually, I, he think, I think he told me today that he's going to hit 200 this year, pro yeah, games. So, yeah, yeah. And that's where I said, well, I'm going to hit 500 just as a Comet, so how about that? <laughs> you got a ways to go. Yeah. You're okay with him uh, calling his
0: line the mini-fridge line? You're okay with him his glossing that himself?
1: Uh, you know, I, I, you apparently you can get away with whatever anymore. There's no standard, so this guy gets to do what he wants, I guess, and... I don't know. I, I'm coming back to police him a little bit. That's for sure. I'm going to hold him accountable and not let him get away with this stuff because it's, it's nonsense. But, I mean, he had the mini, right?
0: Yeah, got that right.
1: So, I guess.
0: I just love it. You two are probably the the best bus entertainment of all. Time. I, mean, I Or plane or wherever we going. I mean, it has been so good the past four or five years.
1: <laughs> well, I appreciate it. I mean, yeah, we were road roommates, all that stuff too, and you know, blessed him with his first pro point when he got here. So he's just attached to me. And like I said, <laughs> Justin Cohen called him the new Sean Slowski at one point, and that that's uh, been that's been in his head.
0: How did that go over?
1: I don't know. I'm sure there
0: was. A, I'm sure there was a terse email from you to. Go I anyway. I did
1: not give him permission to quote that. <laughs> so you know what? Uh, and that's one nickname he was given. So I can't even fault Petrozelli for that one. So.
0: I mean, how can there be two of you?
1: There can't. <laughs> <laughs> Simple math. That's right. There's not enough room oh. for two of us. Oh, there is. No let scene. alone the world.
0: <laughs> so, anyway, ninth, ninth season. Good
1: God. Uh, <laughs> good God is right. You just keep on coming back. But Yeah. yeah. You say that like it's a bad thing.
0: It's, no, no. It's, it's, so it's, you it's, just
1: keep on coming back.
0: But, again, I have to do a lot of work when you come back. That's yeah. the
1: thing. So, well, like you just said, I'm the most entertaining guy, so <laughs> I, I'd like to think it's worth it. <laughs>
0: So, all right. So let's let's get serious. Okay, okay you had you right. had you had back surgery. Yeah, you had that whole thing. Yeah, how did that work out for you? Because we had very similar surgeries. Yes, so I kind of know what you're going
1: through. Yes, no, and it's fortunate. I was fortunate for people like you to actually give me, you know, kind of insight on what it was going to be yeah. like. Because to be honest, I think it's it's something where you hear the word. Just back surgery. Yeah. I heard the term back surgery, and it's it's something that scares anybody. I think you know. It's yeah. a, I don't think anyone wants their back ever touched or surgery alone. So yeah. um, to have that done was a little nerve wracking. But again, like I said, you know, people like you could tell me what it was. You know, what you had done, how you felt after that really helped because I, I came to find there were more people that had the surgery yeah. done than I knew, and some that used you know the wordage of prolonging their career, and that's when I was like, okay. Now that makes me feel good aside from all the other stuff I've heard. So it's honestly went well so far. I'm happy. Uh, you know, don't get out of bed miserable anymore, which is probably the best part of my day. And to be honest, the biggest difference is walking out of the rink after skating. I, I used to be stiff as a board. And now I get out and I'm like, Well, oh, don't really feel like I did much. And I almost yeah. feel like I didn't work hard enough. So it's kind of weird that way. But uh, obviously no pain. So I'm, I'm very happy with that. Now, do you regret not having it sooner I think so just in the sense of the timing yeah. is all cuz last year obviously ending late starting the new year or new season early missing some games to start the year which you know it's not something I've I necessarily wanted to happen but yeah. at the end of the day um 72 games <laughs> That's a lot, and uh, the more important ones are near the end of the season, fortunately. Yeah. So, yeah. so long as I'm ready for that, I think that's what everyone involved wants. Yeah, so, yeah. It,
0: so the recovery was, was, was pretty good. Um, again, going back to you, you know, being single and alone, you <laughs> had to fend for yourself. Uh,
1: <laughs> a just lot. had to throw alone in there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Trying to make you as sad just as just humanly possible. I mean, you're doing
1: a good job. <laughs> Start crying here. Luckily, we're not on video. <laughs> But anyway, did the folks come down and help you out? Because
0: really, when you have that surgery, you can't move. I mean, it's rough.
1: Uh, yeah. No, I definitely <laughs> I had my mom come down yeah. for this one for the first week. And then my dad came around for a week and made my mom come back even for another time <laughs> because I just wasn't ready to commit to doing everything yet. But, um, yeah, fortunately, I had their help or else I would have really been struggling <laughs> because definitely wasn't able to drive for a few weeks. And yeah. obviously – you can walk around a bit but you're not standing carrying stuff you know making right. dinner and being able to move too quick so right. I definitely needed help and I was fortunate to have that
0: and, and going to the bathroom is also a struggle not to be gross I did it have is, a nice it is well yeah and yeah.
1: yeah and at my apartment for some reason it was a like it was like a it was like Petey lived there before me how <laughs> you should see how low the toilet was to the ground it was it's insane so I remember the day before surgery looking at thing going i need a toilet seat booster because i go there's no way i'm getting this thing down there after tomorrow so (laughs) we did do all that that fixed it and fortunately you know what i didn't have too many issues in that area
0: did you have a walker i had a walker
1: Uh, yeah i was using a walker for first couple days and then i think i switched to a cane kind of pretty fast and yeah i was a bald guy with a cane just walking around (laughs) the apartment complex all day every day people probably wondering what it was wrong with me, what I was doing, but yeah, that was it. That was all I was allowed to do for a while was walk. So I was soaking in the sun and not moving too quick. And then you're kind of like, oh, this is what it's going to be like,
0: you know, in 50 years or
1: whatever. Yeah. And you realize why, you know, you don't get too far away from the house because when you're finally tired and you go, oh, wait, I still have to get back. That was right? that was an issue because I, I had a couple of times where I had to just plop myself down wherever I was standing at the moment and go, take a rest for a half hour and then I could walk back so yeah it's had some long days
0: yeah you save, save a lot of money on gas
1: I definitely did that's <laughs> for sure <laughs> and you got that huge giant truck that you can't get up and down uh, into not anymore not you know, anymore no anymore? I no I did just uh you know with honestly with COVID and everything yeah. just the financials and you know inflation now yeah. especially too oh, yeah. as uh, I knew my truck held some value, uh, value yeah. over the years and yeah i definitely uh was fortunate at that end and ended up getting into a jeep now so something i can get into a little easier
0: oh you're a jeep guy
1: <laughs> i am a jeep guy for the first time i've always wanted one but to yeah. be honest i miss that ram and i, I yeah it's, there's nothing like it once you get in one
0: i have a truck can't it's, go back it's 20 years old
1: yeah and i keep saying i'm gonna get rid of it well that was can problem I, can't. I wanted to go i wanted yeah. to buy mine so because yeah. i had a lease yeah and i wanted to buy it at the end of the lease and that was my plan from day one, I got in the truck. I go, I'm I'm keeping this thing forever. Of course, I go back in, and they told me how much value my truck retained. Yeah. And I go, okay, well, what's this payment going to be? I was never going to be able to afford <laughs> that truck. The payment, <laughs> it, honestly, it doubled. Oh, my God. It doubled from what my lease yeah. was. I think my truck lost $8,000 in value in three years. Wow. So, now you can't find trucks. I paid more than that.
0: Right. The truck, I barely use it, but it's like I'm in the process of moving myself. So it's like, that's why I kept it. Yeah. we got to move move a couch.
1: That's very true. And I honestly, I got my truck with the idea of, you know, if we have the boat in the summer. So we didn't have a truck to really tow the boat around or, I mean, we don't really have to because, you know, we put it in the marina. It doesn't really come out. We don't take it to any other lakes. But that was my idea is we need a truck to get it in the lake, take it out. I didn't do that once in three years. I had the truck. So there you go again. I'm like, okay, but there's literally zero reason I have this truck other than I just want it. So ego was in the way a little bit, but uh, you know, my money thanked me. <laughs> Didn't you get into an accident once
0: before game? Twice. twice. Twice?
1: Twice in less than a year here, and neither were my fault. Right. I remember the first one. And they happened a quarter mile away from each other. Right. So they're, <laughs> yeah, the first one was... first first one was bad uh yeah i was coming just right across the street you know right out of side street right across the kind of lima there yeah uh to go you know come the back way to the rink and yeah i came across and some girl at the stop sign didn't feel like looking the other way and just hammered on her gas to try and beat the traffic coming and yeah my truck was already halfway across and she nearly drove her front end right into me so yeah that was a I had a tight, tight neck that night. I'm actually surprised I played that night. That's right. that's right. Because it was right before the game. After the game, I felt terrible. Yeah. Terrible. So, (laughs) yep. And then the next one happened from uh, an Uber driver. (laughs) So, yeah. No luck. No luck on uh, Lima there. Yeah. Oh, I got hit. Avoid it. My my truck got
0: hit by a drunk driver after a playoff game against Utah. Mm. We were coming out, and the guy was going about 60. Mm. Never stopped. There was a Prius in between us, and the poor Prius was just destroyed. Oh, God. And the Prius actually went up under my truck, and I was actually lifted up. That's insane.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then we were leaving for Utah the next day. See, that's when you want to have a truck, <laughs> Yeah. though, too, right? Because that, yeah, that thing I'm not really nervous about getting hit with. Because, yeah, as hard as that girl hit me, it, it was just honestly a budge. It, it didn't feel like much in the moment. But, like I said, the very next day I was hurting, so... Yep. Yeah. Fun so, stuff. Luckily, uh luckily Indiana declares fault though. Right. Because if I were back in Michigan, I would be very I'd be way less enthused because, you know, I'd be yeah. hit way harder on my insurance for that and I'd probably be paying a thousand bucks in insurance at the end of those two accidents. So oh, uh, wow. Very fortunate it was in Indiana when it happened.
0: <laughs> so don't move to Michigan. Nodin.
1: Yeah, well if you want to pay more insurance <laughs> and yeah, pay more for everything basically. <laughs>
0: All right, let's uh, talk about some hockey stuff. Let's stop. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Let's go back to the playoffs last year. We were in Wichita. Now, was that the most hostile crowd you have ever been around? Those two games,
1: you've been around everywhere. Uh, To be honest, yeah, it probably probably was. (laughs) Um, Just. Playing, yeah, cause, uh, the circumstances, right? Like, you yeah. you would never have that, like, where fans had that much access to players right. and being that close to them because usually, right. you know, they, in a normal rink, you have the high glass behind the bench or, or whatever it is. They're just not that close, but there were, there were probably at least one to two rows of fans that could literally reach their head over right. the glass and just spit right. on the guys if they wanted to, and that's essentially what was happening with some of the guys that were just yelling – Yelling at the guys nonstop, and I felt bad for you know Ben whenever he had to try to say something between plays because of course the fans knew it and they're banging you know cowbells and whatever they had and yelling, screaming every obscenity. And uh, fortunately, we have someone like Matt Bowden that's very uh, you know good in that category as well and could give it back. So um, it was good. It was a lot of that yeah. there. And but yeah, there were some fans there that at the same time, if that glass wasn't there and they're on the same level as the players, I any other mouse would be moving at all but you know that's society we live in
0: but you were you didn't play those two games so you actually had to see it from my
1: perspective yes we were
0: in the seats together
1: yes yeah Yeah. 100 percent. and i was actually yeah i almost had a better well i don't know whose would have been better but i could see at least the faces of the people while they were doing it because i was kind of sitting in the uh you know it's almost like the ice house over here where you could sit in the heated restaurant area so that's where we were kind of sitting so we could watch and look right down and see it and yeah there were yeah, you know, I think there were three, four guys that were at each of those games, and they were the ones just leading the charge and screaming, yelling, whatever. And I couldn't hear everything, but you could hear a lot of it. That's how loud yeah. they were screaming. So it was kind of insane. Yeah.
0: So I'm in the crowd, too. I th- in-
1: Actually, hold on. Sorry, real quick. But I think one of those guys, and we, re- we noticed it in Allen, the next series. Okay. One of those guys who was behind the bench in Wichita, wearing a Wichita whatever jersey, yeah. he was in Allen. Shut up. <laughs> sitting right behind the bench again in an Allen jersey. I promise you this. You're going to have to ask some of the other guys and yeah. verify this, but we I remember the last game and Allen turning around going, that's the same guy from Wichita, and he was with his kid in Allen. So I, I promise someone's playing two teams there, and I don't know who it is, but he's going to get figured uh, out. Plot thickens. Uh-huh. A <laughs> little trader action. <laughs> but I'm in the
0: crowd with you, with
1: everybody, and
0: I'm looking around. I'm like, oh, boy, at, at any second they're going to turn on me. And then, <laughs> you know the, – the, the, the oh, we, we would have been out there in a second. <laughs> but anyway, the, 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 we win that first game, and it was crazy. And here I'm thinking, I'm actually going to have to fight somebody because somebody bear hugs me from behind, and luckily it was you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> For that second, I was like, I'm actually going to have to fight someone.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I think that was honestly some of the most excited I've been. Like, And you know, even playing in a game or not, I just remember how hostile it was at first. Being on the road, being in a practice rink, kind of, you know, having that huge, just, you didn't know what to expect, right? I would have felt a lot more comfortable playing in Wichita's normal rink, just having a normal setting, and that way you feel like it's more even on both sides, but just stepping into that and knowing the guys, what they had to face that night, and then... Add the hostility, of the crowd on top of it, how cold it was, all that type of stuff. I was like, it's gonna be a tough one to win, and it's the first game of the playoffs, and they pulled it out, and yeah, I was I was fired up. I remember coming out, and the first person I saw was Dave, and I was just grabbed Dave, and I shook him, and <laughs> yeah. I was yeah, I screaming, but uh, yeah, that was a fun uh, fun game to watch, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, well, it's like I mean, you're you're a player, and it obviously you no know, no one likes to watch the game, but I mean, you like turned into a fan those two games. You were you were just as pumped up. I mean,
1: uh, yeah, <laughs> I did because you know obviously. The championships, what I've wanted. So, just uh, once it gets to the playoffs, uh, that was my first experience, I think, watching playoffs. Other than the year I had knee surgery, and and the second year or first, yeah, second year I came to Fort Wayne. And I kind of, you kind of knew that series, you know, playing Toledo and the way it was back then, where they kind of had our number and you knew it probably wasn't, um, you know, going to go our way necessarily. But we did take that, if I remember right, we took it to seven games. Yeah um so i do remember you know one of those games we won an overtime at home and yeah i was in my cr- no we won the game i got hurt that's what it that's was right. yeah and i remember being on my crutches and it was an overtime winning goal and i was first thing i did was jump and i lost one of my crutches <laughs> and then i was like oh okay i can't do that but yeah no i get excited it's pretty fun uh being a fan especially when you're invested i guess yeah
0: I would. Was- it was fun playing those practice rinks. It really was. It was actually. It it was. It's you know. It seemed like you know. I think people were, were kind of down on it because like, oh, this is the playoffs and we're playing in practice rinks. I'm like, but it just adds one more chapter to this craziness that we just went through. Why no, not? It,
1: it really does, and that's why I think it was the hardest to win last yeah. year. You had the COVID stuff, of course. The less teams, more better players in the league. But the simple fact of yeah, that there was stuff being thrown at you from everywhere and stuff like that, where you thought you're going to play South Carolina in the finals. Oh, actually, no, you guys are going to have to play in the practice rink in the finals. Right. And you're like, what this? How does this happen? But, um, you know, it was honestly, it ended up being great for us. And from a player perspective, I honestly don't think you notice the fans as much as you'd think. Right. Like once you're on the ice and you know, you're about to be in a play, you don't see the fans like if you come out for a face-off or something like that you'll yeah. look around you'll notice the atmosphere but the second the puck drops yeah you'll never hear a thing except unless you're on the power plane <laughs> but we all know that already so um but yeah so I think that was what it was is that you know even I when I got there first I was like yeah oh, this is just gonna be weird like here right. in South Carolina I was like I don't know if there's gonna be that same intensity type stuff and um, you know, there really was, and its it almost felt more personal because you could hear everyone, right? hear everything guys said and stuff, and it was just, yeah, it was all on top of each other, so it was really fun to do that, and you get the echo off the boards and just all, it was Different environment, but I felt bad for you guys, and especially people watching at home with that one well, big pole that was in the way there. Yeah, but. that's
0: true. But for me, I it, I didn't mind it because like, this is like when I started doing games, I did it in McMillan Ice Arena. Yeah. And it was like, it, this was awesome. It was like going home. Yeah, That's what I mean. It, it was it was
1: cool just because it was something you don't normally right. experience, and maybe that slight change I think everyone could have used in a COVID year if you yeah. just get a little something out of the norm. It was good for everyone. Yeah, because
0: so I, I remember walking into South Carolina, rink and it was like we all just
1: chuckled it wasn't like oh it was just ceiling the ceiling was right. as high as in here like you could <laughs> almost jump and touch it it was crazy so well, I remember Broads could
0: hold a stick up yeah and he could seriously the ceiling
1: yeah I, I what actually blew my mind in those two games was the first thing I said when I walked in that rink I go you know how many times we're gonna hear a whistle in this because I thought guys were gonna be flipping the <laughs> box up didn't happen at all. Yeah. And it was, you know, I give the guys credit because obviously they're aware of it and yeah. had to make other plays, but I could have swore it was going to happen a hundred times a game, and I think it maybe happened like five times yeah. in it, the two games. It was crazy.
0: Yeah, I coined the phrase roof puck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you
1: are known for your phrases, sir. I... <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. And I
0: had a good time in those playoffs too because, uh, uh, you know, the two calls, the one with you uh, – which I, I, I stole it from Snoop Dogg. I mean, I but it was it was the perfect time. That's
1: the first I heard about it right now. Yeah, that's I didn't it. know it was a Snoop it was line. a Snoop, yeah. So that's even better now.
0: Yeah, so I, I stole it from Snoop, but it was just the perfect time. Uh, was it the Allen series where you scored that yes. Okay, yep. it's like... Sid's going to get a goal. He's going to get it. And I, you know, I've got it loaded up. I'm like, when he does, I'm saying it because that's when it's going to work. That's perfect. Because it's like, you, I have phrases that I li- sometimes like to use, but it's like, you have to use them at the same, the right time. Sure. So it's like, that was the moment. I'm like, yeah. he's going to get his playoff goal, and
1: there it is. Yeah. It's like the same thing I do with, uh, like P.D. when I go home in the summer, I start writing down all my new short <laughs> jokes, and then I come back and I'm loaded. So whenever something happens, snap, there it is. So, yeah, I get it.
0: Now, it would be hilarious if you actually had a notebook. If he says something like, wait a second,
1: I pull it out, and then yeah. <laughs> and you rattle one yeah, off. Yeah, uh, no notebook's too big for him. I'd, I'd get, like, sticky notes, something like that. Uh, oh, but, yeah, get that money,
0: son. I yeah, think we, I should, love that. we
1: should get the, the T-shirts. Yeah, we up. need it, 100%. <laughs>
0: Then the other one I had was with Brandon Hawkins Mm -hmm. when I said it was a a scoop of filth that he just dished. Yes.
1: And that got some a little bit of attention. As it should. (laughs) Because if you try to piece that sentence together, it could mean a variety of
0: things. (laughs) And that was another one I had loaded up. But I had used it earlier in the season, but no one heard it.
1: Okay. Yeah, I was going to say because I remember remember it from the time you used it. Yeah. The earlier no, I if I would have heard that I would have been coming up to you going (laughs) right. What was that?
0: But the fact that it was you know we 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 were down four to one in that game and then we get to it's four three, we get a power play and I'm like it's gonna happen now. I'm like Mm -hmm. this is this is Hawks time right now. Oh yeah, and uh, so yeah, I had that call loaded up when he scored. (laughs)
1: Oh, that's great. I love that.
0: (laughs) And speaking of Brandon Hawkins, Mm -hmm. we just we just saw him. We We did. you know we're we're giving him a hard time not not being here, but uh, yeah. you know what he's one of the good ones. I gotta say, you know, what? he's one of my. I mean, he was so good in the playoffs. He was so good all last season. But it's yeah. like, you know, you get those guys in the dressing room, and it's like, oh,
1: he's just yeah. awesome. He's no, just a great he dude. Uh, yeah, not not much bothers him. <laughs> right. uh, type thing, and I, I think the only time you ever see him get upset is on the ice, and right. that's uh, that's about it. So right. yeah, no, he's he's a great great dude. Um, obviously, hardest shot that's came into this league yeah. for sure. Um, but I think there's one guy that you can compare him to, and I wouldn't compare anyone else to that guy. And it's Ovechkin. It's just yeah, not many people have that shot. And, yeah, it, it looks hard during a game. But when you get to practice with this guy and just hear it hit the boards in an empty rink or <laughs> stuff like that, or just some of the times you see, like, he hits the post and it goes around the net like three times and then goes flying out, you're just like, man, this is different. But, um, you know that's that's funny because i've known him this is where it makes me feel old but well, so you, I, i've yeah, known you've... him since a kid yeah. like i've yeah. literally known him since he's learned to hold a hockey stick which is ironic because like we weren't great friends back then yeah. was super close but yeah. his dad you know i played roller hockey growing up it's where i met janksy and a lot of guys i've met throughout hockey uh, like ice hockey and uh, we all played roller hockey growing up at joe dumar's field house back in michigan and his dad was the one who ran it. So, uh you know, we'd be on one rink. It had two rinks. We'd be on one side, you know, having a game. And I believe in the rink. And it would just literally be this little kid out on the <laughs> rink and, you know, just his shoes, but he'd have a stick and a roller hockey puck yeah. and he'd be all over the rink. And it was like that for years and years. And then all of a sudden he's on the comments. And I'm like, well, I see all that work paid off or all that fun <laughs> paid off. And, you know, that's how I developed my skill as a kid, too. Yeah. So I, I truly believe just that messing around at a young age. I think that's what develops that type of stuff
0: yeah and that, and that guy just eats and breathes hockey i mean he it's, does it's 24 7 with him
1: yeah no that's i mean in the summer like i think most guys like to skate maybe two three times a week because you're working out and you're yeah. doing all this stuff uh the extra stuff trying to be in shape of course he's got to do the gym you got to do the and you got to balance it or else your body's going to be beat up but this guy's that guy skates five six times a week right. every week and he's always on the ice and you know i'll give him credit because that's he's already in shape when he comes to season because that's all he's been doing it's just been skating 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 so he usually looks better than everyone to start i can tell you that
0: so but he and he's one of those guys who knows every piece of, of equipment that he has i mean where it yeah. came from and it's almost sick the, the the tree there the rubber came yeah. from
1: he, he knows everything and then his girlfriend's a, a stud women's <laughs> hockey player too who's got these sponsorships and he gets the benefit off that and all this oh, i'm just shut up <laughs> <laughs>
0: but you're right he's one of those guys where like I, I don't care it's just you know he just has that great attitude Yeah.
1: no he's just a chubby little child yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but he's a guy if you're having a bad day talk to talk to him yeah he's yeah. always going to come in in a good mood yeah. that's for sure so
1: <laughs> then yeah he entertained me all year just from simply uh, you know from trailer park boys uh, he can do uh the character <laughs> Bubbles has a little signature. You just go, woo! And he can do it to a T. And every time I would just, I would look at him and be like, hawk.
0: <laughs> woo!
1: Every time. And I would get it right away. So, yeah, he, he every time I'd have a bad day, I'd be like, hawk. <laughs> and then I would get that immediately. He already knew. So, uh, yep.
0: Oh, uh, uh, yeah. See, me and Matt Willis, our trainer, we have a, a Letter Kenny,
1: where we're always yeah. throwing out Letter Kenny. Yeah. Insults. So. There you go. Yep. Good old Canadian... Two collar shows. All got her thing. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. So, all right. Well, let's. We talked. You talked about entertainment on the on the bus. Now, I was not. I want to tell the story. Coming back from Allen, twenty hour bus ride. Air conditioner breaks. So the bus ride from hell. So I want to (laughs) hear. I was not on it people hate me the guys hate me for that because I flew <laughs> yeah no lucky you <laughs> but but it was I didn't you know I was home I actually got home and I had, I think I had texted Ben and Ben goes oh we're not even close the air conditioner is and I'm like what, what? it's like you're joking you're messing with me right I'm like no it's it's out so so halfway through this trip in you know 100 degree heat you know mm-hmm. and 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 these sleeper buses, there's no ventilation, there's no windows. Yeah, no, this is it's, in this June. is not. You're right, and it's not a regular bus where you can actually roll down the window. No. There's
1: nothing. There's zero airflow. So. so and then you talk about twenty dudes stacked on top of each other. Right. Right. Yeah.
0: So it was going to turn into the shining
1: pretty quick. I uh, yeah, I was getting ready to murder someone because <laughs> I was not, I was not thrilled. I was not the only one, but you know, I think. Blake Siebenhauer might have hated me by the end of that trip because he was the one who slept above me, and I was just, you know, couldn't sleep whatsoever because oh, yeah. I'm just sweating, and I'm, yeah. you know, zero clothes at this point. And I'd just be laying in my bunk, you know. I, I might doze off a little bit, but then I would just get, like, this hot flash all of a sudden, yeah. just like, you know, and then i just, my reaction was just start punching the bunk above me. And every time it would happen, I would just punch, hammer this bunk above me, and then I'd just sit there and be shaking my head. But I probably did that about 15 times, I and mean, <laughs> Three hours before we got (laughs) home. So all I wanted to do was sleep, but I couldn't. I was just laying in a puddle by the end of it. I think everyone was. So, yeah, that was – especially when you're just eating gas station food and snacks, whatever you can get. I mean, I think we had a – what's the place called? There was two – Two fast food restaurants right there by Allen's Rink. There's like yeah. In-N-Out and then there's Cane's. Yeah. So that's what we ate after the game and then got back on that bus. And then, and then uh, the so game. that was what it was in our system with no air. So you're already <laughs> so, salt and sodium and, and you're just and dehydrated. Gas. Yeah. <laughs> after playing two games. So th- there you go. That's, that was that trip. So to come home and win the Kelly Cup after that. Add some more adversity and again, to last that's year. One more chapter to the book. It really is. You know, yeah. you got to battle adversity. And yeah. If I could say anything about the team last year, is we did that the best.
0: Oh, and that was Father's Day because you guys couldn't even get like
1: you'd stop at restaurants and there was, oh yeah, you you're couldn't right. even hey even better. I mean when you're when guys are you just <laughs> kick a guy when he's down. That's what happened.
0: <laughs> uh, so was there any? Did you have any? Uh, you know. Uh, distress when you got on the bus
1: to go to South Carolina where you like uh, I don't want to get on this thing <laughs> no because we did it right and we got two <laughs> that's right <laughs> that's the first time in my career that ever happened that we you know yeah. separated and I go okay well there are you know benefits being in the finals so they're gonna you know give you the best of everything to succeed and they did and you know went down there and obviously had a great first game and that was the coolest bus I've ever been on they were yeah, they were, they both were nice of them really nice and cool. chilly I think I slept for 12 out of the 14 hour trip down there because I was just loving it and yeah woke up in great weather too so it was perfect start to the finals that's for sure
0: and I gotta say I really loved you know the warm weather and I'm like, you know what? If the hockey world were to switch the season to January to June, I would be okay with it.
1: I actually, <laughs> I, I get it. I'm with you. But if you take my boat summer oh, away right, from right. me, We're gonna. I'm retiring, yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna choose that boat in the summer. But um, no, I get it because I, obviously I played in Texas the last yeah. lockout year, and yeah, it's. It's, it could be dangerous, because you could get out of the rink and go, right. okay, now I could just have fun wherever, however I want. Yeah. But for me, I, I think I got in my best shape that year, and I lost like all like my childhood chubby fat that I had, because I'd you know, leave the rink, and we had free golf, I think, at five golf courses down there. And Texas golf courses yeah. are pretty damn nice. And so I would... Get out of the rink every day and grab the one or two guys we go with and be like, where are we playing today? And so we were walking around playing, you know, 18 holes of golf every day. Just didn't take a car because it was nice, and you just wanted yeah. to walk. No humidity down there, and that was phenomenal. So I think I lost, like, no joke, 20 pounds by the end of that <laughs> year because I was golfing so much in the nice weather, and yeah. yeah, it was great.
0: Yeah, I asked guys, I'm like, is it a distraction? Because, you know, you've got teams in Florida. I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine, you know – our buddy Cody soul playing down in Florida, yeah. what kind of fun he had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two it, years. <laughs> you,
1: I mean, when you want it, when you want to have it, it's available. Yeah. Um, so you got to have a good head on your shoulders. And that's, I like to make the joke now of like, you know, with a guy like uh Bushy here, yeah. that's here this year. I go, how did you survive oh, in playing at Arizona state? Yeah. Cause if I would have played, let alone college hockey at a year round warm place, like Scottsdale, Arizona, I might not have <laughs> left a hockey player. Let's just say that. <laughs> Would he be a golfer? Is that would that, is that, is uh, that be an option? Maybe jail. <laughs> 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 at that age, <laughs> that's probably where Sean would have ended. <laughs> wow, I was trying
0: to give you a lot more credit
1: there, but yeah, uh, nope. I, I'm hey, I'm a very honest guy, Shane. And at that age, Sean was not the brightest in the box. That's for sure. <laughs> So uh
0: Sean Sudlowski, uh we don't have a record has it been expunged was zero it all record is everything before zero 18? Record.
1: <laughs> zero record, but we've could have potentially had a rap sheet <laughs> I, I think would
0: that's everybody's youth I think if, it, uh... and
1: that's why I'm not afraid to say it because you know I'd like to take these negative experiences and say I've grown from them, and that's where I am confident in talking about them <laughs> you know i've I've grown but yeah, I know myself well too, and you place me in that scenario at twenty twenty one <laughs> Sean's not thinking about.
0: Hockey. So there's a there's a lot of blackmail material
1: out there. There's lots. I'm glad I went to the OHL. We'll just say that.
0: <laughs> there's some Grady cell phone video out there that maybe we'll have
1: to honor. <laughs> Yeah, on the good old Motorola Razor.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, so okay, so it was good. You went you went and played juniors. You went you played Neary?
1: Yes, so, yeah. Played four years in Neary. Yeah. Yeah. Did you play
0: with? You played against Haji. Or did you play with? No, nope, with you Haji. Played with Haji.
1: Yep. Okay. I played two years with Haji. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Before he aged out. But, yeah. yeah, no, I was there for he was the only guy in the OHL child that I ever knew didn't live with a billet and had his own apartment. <laughs> sounds
0: about right, oh, well, I mean he was having his child, his
1: first child then, so that's right, uh, yeah, no, he actually did, and that was you yeah, know yeah. well, that was pretty cool, so uh, he did get to have his own apartment that last year, but obviously came to Fort Wayne after that, so I figured I'd just follow him <laughs> So there you go,
0: and well, I, I always thought that your next career should be like. You should be a detective because you know everybody. It's like anyone turned up missing, uh, you could probably find him because you know everybody. Yeah. Literally.
1: I mean, everyone tells me to run for mayor. I think <laughs> well, that's actually, the joke I Well, actually, that started most. with, with,
0: with Emmer, with, with, with Mike Embach. Yes, Emblech. it did. That was and where it he started.
1: Actually, he would have made sense because <laughs> he was actually a college guy who got a bachelor's degree yeah. and was actually very smart. So me, on the other hand... I'd like to think I'm street smart. I'm not Mike Embach smart. That's right. So I, yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm not. I'm not oh, dumb. But
0: oh, oh book smart stayed goodbye to me years ago. Yeah,
1: but if you put me in a mayor's <laughs> office and you say go to work, I'd be like, well, okay, <laughs> where, what, huh? I, I would have no clue what to do, so that's <laughs> that's what I meant by that. Someone would have to give me a goal to accomplish, and I could I could take care of that.
0: You didn't get a chance to meet the mayor, did you? No, you weren't no, there. No, I did not. Yeah.
1: I did not. I had to, unfortunately, uh, get home quick after the season there. But, um, yeah, no, I saw that, brought the cup down there and had the nice speech. And, you know, another thing, Petrozelli is just... <laughs> uh got to uh benefit from from me and our relationship,
0: and that's the night I stole it. I actually stole the cup that night did you because uh, oh pe-
1: that's why I was so damaged uh,
0: <laughs> please i already had I already had uh marky in here he's already explained the situation oh, okay. on this show
1: all right, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah well exactly and it. It didn't come from me
0: <laughs> but that but i i I stole it because we were at the mayor's office and actually Petey was leaving the next day mm-hmm. and he'd had it this whole time yep and I'm like. Uh, well, all right. I'm gonna take it. If I don't take it now, I'm not going to get it. Yep. So it's like 100. So I walked out the door with it. And, I don't blame you. And uh like an hour later, I get a panic text from PD. You have the cup, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I, oh, that was that was. You should have seen our group chat the night after <laughs> that initial damage to the cup because I think that we had 15 guys. I think woke up the next morning and went. Who's got, who's got it? Who's got, where is it? And then I think it was one of the, you know, whoever had it that night was one of the last guys to wake up and finally relieve everyone and go, yep, I got it. Don't worry. And we were like, okay, Uh, thank God.
0: You know what? Every cup has got those stories. So it's like, you know, I mean, I think. I wouldn't be
1: surprised if someone just left it at Mitchell's and no one, (laughs) no one got it. Like Mitchell's might have it just hanging up somewhere right now.
0: I think the original Turner Cup, I'd have to ask Blake Seabreen, and, I mean, it was, like, broken up at the Coliseum one night. Yeah. It was laid in the parking lot. And the next day, they were able to go
1: back and scoop it up. That's great. <laughs> I never heard that one. That's a new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I had uh, Gita Puy on the show, and I told it because I mean, he won cups, on top of cups. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, one broke off into three pieces with me, and, you know, blah, 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 bottom,
1: yeah. of, bottom of a swimming pool, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> I love those. Uh, see, that's what <laughs> hockey's great for. Is if anything, at the end of your career, you got stories upon stories. So, And speaking of Guy Dupuis, I don't think I've ever had a more firm handshake in my life. Cause right? That, yeah, when we saw him in the press box uh, yeah. last weekend, I damn near broke my hand. <laughs> and I thought I gave a firm handshake. But I, I couldn't even squeeze his hand back. Yeah. He, like... Just paralyzed my hand. I was just sitting there limp, like, okay, Gee, thank you, nice to meet you. Well, you could say uh, oh, I met but, him before, but right, I was like, oh my, jeez, that handshake. Oof. Now that would be a great to, to report. John Zlowski, yeah, yeah. To grip, <laughs> Johnson Lowski, yeah, grip stick a hand because Gee shook his hand. So, <laughs> yeah, no, that was, that was something. Yeah, he's a guy who looks like he could just go out there and play tomorrow. Oh, he does. He's still in great shape and still just an energetic, nice guy, too. So <laughs> not, nothing bad I could say about him. If anything, I just said he was strong. So there you go. <laughs> oh, so,
0: oh, I wanna, okay, I, I talked to Marky about, you know, without naming names, what happened to the Cup. Where, are we, Where are we going here? We're going. No, but I, <laughs> that, No, I want to say, like, what did you do that night? I mean, what? I mean, where did the party go? Because like, I'm like, I'm out. It was like 1 a.m. I'm out. I'm not... yeah, the night we won the cup. The night you won the cup. Uh, yeah.
1: See, that's actually that's a running joke me and Petey have now too. Is like, or do you remember it? <laughs> well, that no, we just have that. That's our new thing. Is like basically anytime how we greet each other. Now we're like, hey, remember that night we won the cup? <laughs> uh, either that or when someone says it, you have to make up a fake story. Like that's your reply. Okay. So like If we if we were to Snapchat each other, be like, remember that night we won the cup? And then he'd yep. have to reply with something that did not happen that was outrageous so that's how we make each other (laughs) laugh anymore but um to be honest that's i'm the old guy now so i i was in there you know i obviously we drank out of the cup in the locker room and champagne all that fun stuff and i had you know family friends there probably just as much as anyone other than blake and jackson um so I you know, went down to the room family room after and you know was having fun with them and I to be honest I didn't really even drink that much after yeah. leaving the locker room because I went over there and um uh, you know was hanging with friends and family and like I didn't even eat for a while like it was just all that initial excitement I was kind of yeah. just cuz I did tell myself that though that I go you know what I go I of course I'm going to go party and have fun with the yeah. guys but I go I think I want to be that guy that can soak it all in right? Exactly. because that's what you hear yeah. is like yeah. people who only win one they go or guys who yeah. win multiple you go yeah. they always say the second one was the most enjoyable because they soaked it in yeah the first one i guess you go nuts and all that stuff yeah. and if again if i was younger yeah 100 that would have been my main goal was to get just blasted yeah but, <laughs> um for, or well fortunately <laughs> i decided to go the opposite way this time and i i probably left the rink at like 130 yeah honestly i left that's at like about, 130 yeah. and yeah. i literally went right yeah. back to my apartment i sat down on the couch and like big old smile and i just sat there and i think it, that was my moment of relief going oh, see that's nice we just finally did the, it right. and like it was just pure it pure joy from that moment i sat down and i watched the end of the game and i was watching all the highlights the news stuff yeah and just flipping through everything and just you know had 100 people texting me calling me yeah. all that type of stuff too so i was just sitting there living in the moment kind of going you know what i know we got you know it's time to party this summer so i go that i don't have to rush <laughs> rush to do it because i'll put myself out of commission faster than right. anything anymore right. so i i really did just go home and you know enjoyed it and sat there by myself and yeah i had a couple drinks by myself but yeah just you know nothing crazy just passed out probably three in the morning and woke up and you know we had our fun the next day too but that whole night i i had the sole focus of yeah. soaking it in as oh, much as i could so, that's nice that's yeah.
0: nice that you were able to do that and, yeah because uh, i
1: mean Eight years, man. You even wait. even saying that, yeah. though, I feel like yeah. I didn't just because, like, how excited you are. You know, yeah. it's like I was bouncing around so much right after that of, like, you yeah. just keep seeing someone else and you're hugging, celebrating, and th- this and that. And it's just like it was hard to focus on one thing because yeah. you were getting pushed or, right. you know, hit, so- someone saying hi to you from every direction. So um yeah, if I were drinking while doing that, too, I would have definitely <laughs> forgot everything that happened that night. So, um, you know, I'm not the blackout guy. I'm not trying to say that, but it would just would have made it a lot more hard to focus on anything. So, uh, you know, it was it was just as fun as I would have imagined, if not more. So yeah. that's, you hear everyone say, like, once you win one, the fire burns greater. And it's yeah. so true because yeah. you're like, that was no, so, so much, much fun. fun. <laughs> what uh, I mean, what else do we search for in life? Yeah, fun. Like yeah. fun, being happy, and that was the ultimate, you know, yeah. of all of it in my life so far. So if if I could do that again, that's what I want to do. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, and then I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll drink this time. <laughs> Trust me, I'll, I'm doing it just in reverse. Soak well, the first one in, blow the second one. Yeah,
0: out. I don't I don't drink at all. I've mean, yeah. never never I'm, been a drinker. Yeah. So like that night, I don't know how many beers I actually wore. Yes, so a lot, a lot. And in my head, I'm like, I'm going to drive home. I'm going to get pulled over. And no one's going to believe that I was not drinking. <laughs> so true.
1: I know. Yeah. That's and so I live true. five
0: minutes away. And I was like paranoid the whole time. I'm like, go oh, the speed limit. Yeah. that
1: was. I, I almost had that same thought, honestly, too. When I left the rink, I was like, I, you know, I showered, of course, after the game. But then you went down in the other room. And you're yeah. still getting doused with everything. So I was driving home, too. And I had a short drive. And I go oh man yeah i had the same exact thought but that because that was one thing too the reason i was soaked was one thing happened that i never imagined would happen was me and dave franke were pouring beers over each other's head just standing in front of each other and dumping (laughs) our drinks on each other we did that like three times after the game that was that was probably one of the cooler moments is just you know finally you know you have the professional relationship of course ownership and the team or management the team and then once you win a championship like that then there's no more need for business it's pure you know celebration for everyone so to be able to get to see the smile on his face and you know everyone in the organization just solely enjoying it it, you know it's that doesn't really happen during the year for one reason or another someone's you know working to get back from an injury or someone's you know the coach is worried about you know the next game and it's just like there's rarely a day where everyone comes in just joking laughing and it's all smiles all around that was that was it yeah so,
0: and then that, that that you're up in the series, you're gonna play a home game, you're gonna play in front of a big crowd, and you've been waiting for this this, this whole time, eight years. Yep. So, what was it like the day of that last game? Uh, I
1: mean, I mean, that, did you
0: take a moment to reflect on you know everything. Or? It was,
1: uh, yeah, I think you know, I think I just walked. I remember like walking into the <laughs> rink and just like first thing I did was go out on the bench and kind of just look around and yeah. just like. Try to imagine what it was going to be like. All the videos I've seen all over the yeah. years, you know, the Haji scoring in overtime yeah. and everyone going nuts. And, like, that's what I've had in my head because that's when, you know, he did that right before, you know, a year yeah. or two before he came to yeah. Fort Wayne. And I didn't know much about Fort Wayne other than that video. And so that was really my introduction. So I was like, man, if I could play in a building that does that, like, <laughs> yeah, I'd, I would love to. So that was it. Kind of just walked out there. And, you know, right after that, going back in the locker room, it was just – I was so – I don't think I've ever had so much adrenaline in my life that, like, I was just snapping everywhere. Like, you know, my body just wanted to move, move, move. And that's why I think I went home so early after the game is because the whole day before, I don't think I had a pregame nap. Like, I definitely laid down, tried the whole day. I was just freaking out like just tense like oh my god it's finally here it's finally here yeah. and then yeah so i think that all that i wasted all my energy <laughs> <laughs> leading up to the game then by the time it was over i was done yeah, yeah. and you have friends
0: who've won the stanley cup and yes. you and you finally have got finally able to say that you know that you, yeah. yeah and
1: honestly a uh, former comet uh gave me the best advice and you know maybe not the best advice but the best way or perspective to have in this situation which um jamie Lovell and he's Uh, my you know my off-season trainer and you know worked with him the past 10 years great guy love him to death um just awesome human being um but he told me you know kind of in his career you know he similar to me he was you know later 20s if not 30 when he won his first one which was his only one um And you know, with the comments, and he told me, he goes, you know, once I realized I was in my late 20s, probably wasn't going to play in the NHL. He goes, I made the Kelly, or it wasn't the Kelly Cup at the time, but he goes, I made the Presidents Cup. It was the CHL. Yeah. But he goes, you know, I made that championship, my Stanley Cup. Yeah. Oh yeah. And ever since he said that, I went, yeah, why, why doesn't that make sense? Like, why no one can take anything away from you still? Like, yeah, you could say, oh, you didn't win a Stanley Cup, but no, I won a championship, and that's. Where yeah. I was, and yeah. that's the ultimate goal for where I was. So that's a success in my mind. It may not have been the one I grew up dreaming of, but it's gonna be the one I die cherishing. That's right.
0: And you know what we we are we knew we were gonna get you know some stuff of you know half the league didn't play yada 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 and i'm like i don't care if it's little league or the stanley cup to win a
1: championship period
0: it's yeah. really really hard
1: yeah <laughs> no it's true because i played on some <coughs> great teams in the years over the years and at many levels and never won anything yeah and that was my first real championship yeah. other than winning like a hockey tournament or right. i won states when i was nine yeah. I and mean, stuff like that so um you know and I knew everyone was going to say that too, yeah. which I I won't lie, I was saying that about the NHL when they came back from COVID into an empty arena. Yeah. I go yeah. the first thing I said before playoffs started, I go won't be the same. Yeah, not a chance it'll be the same. Yeah. Like the hockey's going to suffer. Yeah. It didn't. It did not. If You're right. anything it amplified, <laughs> yeah. which and then once you play in the environment, like I said, you realize it like playing in those practice rings, you don't hear the crowd, yeah. so you can hear it's just banter between both teams yeah, and it ain't nice banter either <laughs> so it's like con- you have a reason to be pissed off right. constantly because right. you're something's happening all the time so it yeah like I said if anything it amplifies because you can literally have a conversation with a guy anywhere in the arena right um, so yeah I think uh, that obviously less teams but you're playing the same over and over again no one was a bad team and I don't care what some records I agree. looked like Yeah. no one was like you put any of those teams in the league this year they're going to be one of the top teams at the end of it um and that's what it was because i mean you look at our team and it was like we were so good that yeah it was honestly it was the american league yeah Yeah, and that's exactly what it was last year because you know we had guys from the american league we had guys that would have been in a higher league in europe we had guys that just shouldn't have been in this league really um and or they're the best players from other teams. Like we had yeah. Justin Vive and all these guys, yeah. and it's just something that wouldn't have happened if weren't for the circumstances. So I think any team at the end of the year, if they were sitting where we were sitting, they would have told you the same thing. Yeah, it was the hardest one, and it will be. Uh, I don't think it'll be harder. Yeah. ever unless yeah. we have another year like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> not. I mean, not just with the. I mean, yeah, the
0: restrictions, you know, all that stuff. But again, you're, you, you know, we played. You know, wheeling it seemed like every other day. But again. That was a good team. I, yeah.
1: I mean it's they really were. They really were. Yeah, I mean they did nothing was easy when no. you played those guys. Well, you look at India yeah. before yeah. we came in; they were the number one team in the league. Yeah, before we came in, and then we made them look like not a number yeah. one team, but they were beating everyone else at the time, and we had to play them a lot too. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, you know, and that's the difference. But I, you know, I, I sat there and I go, I don't care what anyone else says because, to be honest, that's just like the way my mind has changed over the last couple of years with all this going on. Is I have to stop judging people for how they react sometimes because you have no idea what people go through. Right out, like you get right. their conversation or what they're willing to tell you. Chances are, people do hold some stuff close to the vest because it's not easy to talk about, or they yeah. you don't know them so well. Yeah, whatever it may be, you don't live the person's life and you don't see what they saw. You know, every second of the day, so you can't really ever judge someone. Unless you live with them and you're attached to the hip. So that's just how I feel. So if you didn't go through it, you have no clue if it was easy or hard. So go ahead, say whatever you want. I'll just, I'll wear this ring and I'll keep showing it to you, buddy, because it's pretty nice and it's pretty big. You don't got one of these, do you? So what did you, okay. Oh, going back to the rings. Now they're, they're pretty cool, obviously. Yeah. Um.
0: So you put it on for the first Did you go out? I mean, did you show it off? Did you, did you, <sighs> I mean, It's cool, because I put mine on, and I wear it out one time, and it's... eh, Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: I was wearing it, like, again, like, I didn't really go out, like, to the bars. So, like, yeah, I wasn't going, like, out-out, but when I went out of the house, yes, I was absolutely wearing that thing. I don't think I took it off for (laughs) the next week, and then I broke it. (laughs) (laughs) I I didn't break it. it, but something it's being repaired yes it it's being way. repaired so it was just yeah it just, i just because that was the funny part i was going to show it to one of my buddies one day and i literally i wear it over to his house and i get to his house and i boom stick it in front of his face i'm like how sick is that And he's like man this is this is sweet and then like i look back at it and i go no it's not i was like where's the where's the cup where's the comment so yeah basically the comment in the kelly cup was gone and i was i went into pure panic and like i was supposed to hang out with my buddy and i was like sitting there just freaking out like anxiety going is it in my car is it in my pocket like is it back home and like I had to tell my buddy I was like dude I was like I'm sorry I can't even think right now I can't talk to you I have to go find this or figure out what happened." So I was like this is my baby I just got this so (laughs) luckily I went back home and uh yeah I found it in my duffel bag so somehow yeah it fell off a little piece fell off but like I said it's getting repaired so um you know at least that was the Test dummy for everyone going. Hey, be careful with it because it is still a little fragile. So uh, there you go. Oh, yeah. So that's how much I was wearing it that I broke it that fast. (laughs) Hey, man, you earned it. So yeah. Uh, uh, Yeah. No, they're they're heavy though. You're getting a workout. That's right. Wearing that thing around, that's for sure. So I can only imagine a guy like you has got six of them. I do. Yeah. But you know. uh, Well, I just said it. it You didn't have to say I do. I'm just saying it.
0: dude it happens it just does
1: <laughs> uh, I don't blame you. I I'd do the same thing. that was the best part I no one's probably said that story yet but I know him long enough to be able to do it but I was dying because I knew what was going to happen because he's done it before but Mr. Franke Dave Franke <laughs> the way he pumped everyone up for the finals oh I know oh, I know the what last he did game. Yep, yeah yep. he Tom brady us yes. and he walked in yes. the locker room and I told guys this was going to happen because yeah. he's done it in playoffs yeah. before yeah and he comes in, all six rings or seven, whatever he has on his hand. Yeah. And he literally started at the first stall and he faces them all <laughs> towards the guy's open hands and he just walks and puts them in everyone's face. <laughs> and he goes, I got all of these. If you want these, this is what you got to do. And I was, but I was loving it because you yeah. look at them and you go, that, you, it's literally history. Yeah. And like you literally see how things have evolved, like from yeah. a smaller gold ring to like these diamonds to the yeah. orange we have in it today. And it was just like, man, it's, it's pretty cool because that's that's throughout decades of yeah. you know owning the team and obviously been very successful. So we we're happy to say we were part of that.
0: I mean that's motivation. I'm fa- it, it really is. is. It I really mean, is because yeah. yeah, everyone yeah.
1: wants that. You talk oh I want the ring. want yeah. everyone wants a ring, ring, ring. Yeah. And then when you see it, yeah, you're like yeah, yeah this is everything I wanted it to be to. So, so if I could have six. Uh- <laughs> I, I'm going to be showing up to my 15-year high school reunion going, hey, look at these guys, with while still just being single, though. you <laughs> like, won't have a date. Wow.
0: Yeah. Is, are you going to your, is your reunion coming up? Seriously, is it coming up? 15 years
1: has got to be in two years. Oh, two years. Yeah. I'm going to have my 30th. Yeah, well, 30th. it feels like my five was yesterday. <laughs> Feels like I was in high school yesterday,
0: but now you know the, the the chick who turned you down. You can go in there with the ring. Hey, hi, how you doing?
1: That's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> no, it'll probably be worth more than what she's making, anyways. <laughs> there you go. At <laughs> the end of the day, Sean Sadowski gets the last laugh. <laughs> I'll wear it on my ring finger too. <laughs> I'm married to the game. That's right.
0: <laughs> uh, by the way, it's getting sadder. You can just stop
1: talking. All later. right. Can we can we cut it off? Should I just take this <laughs> off and leave?
0: No, because no, now you're a radio star. Now you know what it's yeah, like. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, well, I heard they want to move me to TV because my face is too good. Oh, well. I mean. Too bad we don't have TV. So. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Once <laughs> I have to take these hats off, I'm exposed. <laughs>
0: But you've had a good time doing the radio. I know you're happy to be back no, on the, on the ice. But, no, I have.
1: Yeah. Honestly, it it's been fun. It's been a it's it's something that I always like, you know, something I always been interested in. There's been guys like I grew up yeah. listening to and loved and like, you know, obviously Bob Chase was here, which I didn't grow up listening to him per se, but yeah. you know, I grew up listening to Ken Kell yeah. in Detroit for you no, know, my whole life. He's been doing it for, you know, ever since I I can remember and funny part is speaking of the boat and ken cal he has a, his boat's docked you know again like, i know everybody yeah <laughs> no well th- this one's by chance but no he has his like three slips down from ours in the marina so get to chat with him all the time and he's he's just a nice guy too so yeah. get to hear stories from him you know this summer he was telling me a few that i was just sitting there going wow this is you know it's just cool you hearing guys different perspectives and they have a different experience and they get different sides of guys and yeah. they have different stories. And I, I think they're just as cool as the hockey ones because yeah. you're around the game and obviously he grew up announcing the teams mm-hmm. that I love. So uh, to be able to do that and then obviously to be able to do what Bob did and, you know, do it with you and you make it easy for me, it's, <laughs> uh, it's you know, it's pretty, it's been a pretty cool experience.
0: And it's, I've, you know, there's so many guys I've had on over the years to, to do, to color, like usually I on the road and someone's not playing, they can come up and, and it's like, they're so, Apprehensive at start, and I'm like, mm-hmm. get in there and you'll have fun. And yeah. it's literally Im- immediately, I mean, it's like they start having fun. Like, yeah, I think I had, I had solar up one time, and he wasn't sure the first game. And then, like by the end of the game, it's like, I want to do it again tomorrow, you yeah.
1: know? <laughs> no, for sure. I mean, especially like, you know, in that situation where you're an injured guy, like, you're gonna be at the game anyways, and it's way more fun to, yeah, you know, have some banter like we do on yeah. the air, and like, I mean when I'm watching the game in the crowd, I'm not getting to hear you announce the game. So I get best of both worlds. It's like I can actually butt into the on-air broadcast that, you know, I'd be listening to anyway. So it's, it's pretty fun in that sense. But, you know, to also add my opinion and the way I see the game and stuff like that, yeah. I think is, you know, it's pretty cool too because hopefully it, you know, intrigues people or helps, you know, maybe kid watching, listening, whatever, so... Um. You know, That's. I enjoy it mostly for that.
0: Oh, and now that you now you're you're getting back on the ice, you're going to be playing again. You you've watched uh, you know half a dozen games from the press box. Mm-hmm. Is it? Does it look different to you up there? Way different. I mean, does it, I mean, does it help you? Are you like in your head? Like, yeah. What I saw. Now you're going to practice, and you're. Hundred yeah. percent.
1: It does because it, it's bizarre. The game looks so easy from yeah. up there. And you, I know better being on the ice that like, I can see certain situations on the ice where like. I can sit there and go, this guy should have done this. But then I could put myself mentally back on the ice and two seconds go, no, I know what he saw, and he doesn't see what I can clearly see by seeing the whole ice. Yeah. You don't. You see one guy barreling down on you and a lot of other guys moving way faster than it looks from up there. So I could only imagine what I looked like on some nights where I knew I was lazy. <laughs> I would have never wanted to see myself from up there because I would have been very upset. So it, it did give me that perspective of, hey, like, if you're going to be lazy one night or you're not going to be moving your feet in this situation you're you're being seen yeah and that's i think the thing guys don't realize is like hey most of your ownership management they sit right up there with that same perspective too and they get to see it all so you're never you can't hide on that yeah that's for sure
0: well buddy i'm glad you did this hey glad you came in here and we did this i appreciate it it's been a long journey for us yes that's the show. Thank you, brother. I appreciate no, it. I appreciate You're on the it. Bus, Thank you, baby. Sir. <sighs> Maybe one day I'll release the unedited version of that interview, but just not at this point. (laughs) Me and Sean Zidlowski, we had some laughs. Uh, It's so good to have him back out on the ice. And uh, you know what? I'm going to miss him in the radio booth. He has done a terrific job uh, uh, sitting next to me and doing uh, all the color uh, during the radio broadcast. I think he's got a few more left in him here before he actually starts uh, getting back on the ice and playing during games. So hopefully we can enjoy that. But again, have us had a good time with him so far on the radio uh, side of things. And, And definitely here during this episode. Episode. It was a great talk. Great episode. I hoped you enjoyed it. And I'm going to get out of here. I have been your host, Shane Albarani, and you've been listening to the Huntington University Commons podcast.